Hey guys, so this morning um, I just really want to do a quick recap of what we've been dealing with this past Sunday. Um, we, you know, we've been we've been we've been on a journey, and and uh, you know, some people have obviously have been staying home, some people have fallen ill, and and so on. And, and we really just want to make sure everyone stays connected to the to to where God is leading us as a community. And also uh, in terms of what God's speaking to us about so that no one sort of um, has this gap of disconnection. So, you know, this morning I just want to share with you what God's been ministering to us and what we've been going through, especially uh, on Sunday. Um, we've been dealing with Matthew 13 from verse 18 to 23, which really speaks about the parable of the sower. So the parable of the sower, this is the point where Jesus explains what the parable means to his disciples. Now, what Jesus would do is when he spoke to the crowd, he would often talk to them in parables. And what a parable is, it's a, it's a story that has truth tied to it. And as you listen to the story, what Jesus is hoping is that the crowd would have a desire to uncover the truth in the message, in the story, in the parable. Um, but obviously not many people would do that, but the disciples were different. So they had a, a closer relationship. Um, and what they would do is they would come to Jesus and say, hey, we don't really get it. Can you help us? Can you explain what this parable means to us? Um, and, and that's what Jesus would do. So if you read from verse 18, it's the explanation of what the parable of the sower means. To me, it really speaks more to, uh, it speaks less about the sower and more about the hearer, the person who has to receive God's message. So who, who are the sowers? You know, in, in life, you may find that there are points, even in a day, you may find that today you may be a sower and at another point you're a, you're a hearer. Um, so, so, you know, you find yourself maybe on both, in both areas. Um, and when you're a sower, really what the sower does is he's a proclaimer of God's message, of God's word. Of, uh, he's a proclaimer of, of the message of the kingdom. And what the sower does is he begins to sow seed into the lives of other people. And these people would hear, and there are four kinds of hearers that Jesus identifies in the parable. So when the sower scatters seed, what happens is the hearers of, of, of God's word, of the message of the kingdom, would respond in different ways. The first kind of response Jesus talks about in the parable is the person where the seed is scattered, it falls on the pathway. And this kind of individual, basically what they do is, and, and I've sort of given these four different people different names. And then the first person is the misunderstanding man. The misunderstanding man, you know, he's the kind of person I would, I would assume would be what, what Paul talks about is the natural man. Now to the natural man, the things of the spirit are foolishness to him. He's devoid of the spirit, so he cannot understand spiritual things. You see, when you get into God's word, you need a relationship with God in order to understand the Bible. And if you don't have a relationship with God, it's very difficult for the Bible to make sense. Because these are spiritual things that the Bible is talking to us about. And if you don't have God's spirit, it's very difficult for you to understand. So the misunderstanding man, the word of God comes and it just goes over his head. He doesn't know, you know, he doesn't even get it. He doesn't understand why, you, why you're laughing, why you're rejoicing. He doesn't even understand your joy because to him it doesn't make sense. So if you're a misunderstanding man, there's a few things you need to do to get to the point where you can progress beyond that mark. 
Um, the second kind of man is what we call the rocky man. This is the, the guy that has no depth in him. The word comes, he receives it with joy, but the word is snatched away from him so quickly. Um, you know, he is happy on the Sunday. He gets the goosebump from the message. He's the one dancing. But by the time Monday comes, Tuesday comes, Wednesday comes, the challenges of life, the troubles, the persecution, uh, 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 you know, when that comes against this kind of individual, what happens with him is it's, it's just too much for him. And uh, the Bible says that immediately he just, he just falls away. So the rocky man really needs to learn how to get depth uh, so that trials and troubles and tests and persecution that that doesn't that, that doesn't that doesn't call him to uh, doesn't cause him to be uh, 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 you know that doesn't cause him to fall because storms will come storms are not things that that you know you can avoid in life the storms come but where have you built your life is your life built on the solid rock of the word or is it in this rocky place where it's just there's no stability and something small can come and it just knocks you off? The, 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 the third kind of person is what we call, uh, what Jesus called the thorny man. Now the thorny man receives the word with gladness. Uh, you know, he sort of endures for a bit. But there's two things that really derails and, and distracts the, the, the thorny man. Uh, you know, what the thorny man does is he allows worry and wealth to distract him and to derail him. So when worry and wealth becomes a, a problem in your life, it really means that there's a trust issue. When there's worry in your life, what that means is you have, um, you have allowed the things of this world to become too big. And when there's worry in your life, it means there's a lack of trust in God. When wealth becomes an issue, it, it, the Bible speaks about the deceitfulness of wealth. That means I put my security in money and my sufficiency is in myself because I have enough wealth to sustain my life. So my trust gets misplaced and put in my wealth. So there's worry um, and there's wealth. So these two issues are trust issues and we need to make sure that our trust remains in God no matter what happens around us in terms of worry because worry means I'm allowing external influences to distract me internally. What wealth does is it means I misplace my trust and I put my trust into something else except, you know, besides God. The only place I can really put my trust is God and that, that should be uh, a number one in your life. So that's the thorny man. And then the fourth kind of man is the kind of individual we all strive to be like. It's the fruitful man. The key for the fruitful man is to maintain fruitfulness forever. You see, it's not how you start, it's how you end. So I don't want to start off being fruitful, but in the end, I'm a dry uh, a, a branch, you know. I want to be a branch that's always producing fruit for the kingdom. So what happens with the fruitful man is he has to find himself in a place where he's always constantly producing fruit. Uh, where he's always persevering, where he's never allowing worry and wealth, where he's never allowing troubles and persecution uh, to come and derail him, to distract him, to, to cause him to misplace his trust. So, you know, if, if you find yourself in the story, well, the key thing about a parable is you need to ask yourself, what kind of man am I? So if you find that you're the misunderstanding man, the key for you is to, to, to get born again, to get filled with God's spirit and uh, to, to really surround yourself with, with teachers, with, with, with the fivefold ministry that can equip you. You need people in your life that can equip you, that can help you um, and you really need God's spirit. And that's the first key. The second kind of person that, uh, uh, you know, we deal with is the, the Rocky man. And the Rocky man to me is, I call it the Rocky Balboa man. He needs to learn how to fight. 
So the Rocky Balboa man, he needs to learn how to get his fight so that he can overcome in the times of trial and testing and trouble and persecution. He, he shouldn't allow those things to cause him to falter. He cannot allow those things to cause him to waver. He needs to learn how to fight so that he can conquer and overcome. Then the third kind of man is the thorny man. What does he need? He needs to learn to put his trust in God and God alone. He cannot allow the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of wealth, uh, uh, the, the, the concern about tomorrow to come and overshadow what God has done in his life. That kind of person, a thorny man, will allow those things to choke the life of the word out of him. And he needs to learn how to feed on God's word, rely on God and God alone, put his faith in God fully so that he can overcome uh, and become fruitful. And not just somebody that, uh, that endures for a season and then there comes a time when he, you know, he needs help again. The key for the fruitful man is that the fruitful man needs to continue bearing fruit. So the fruitful man needs to find himself in a place where he's constantly producing fruit for the kingdom. He needs to stay connected to the vine so that his fruit is being produced, you know. The awesome thing about a fruitful person is, uh, you know, if I think about a, a, a vineyard, you know, you don't see that branch having to strive to produce fruit. That branch is just, he is who he is and he just produces grapes. So, you know, in our lives, we just want to be those that just produce fruit. And my, the, prayer, the prayer of my heart for you and, and I today is that we would become fruitful men and women and that we would bear much fruit in, in, in Jesus' name. That we would just be those that are blossoming and blooming for the kingdom. Go well. I pray that you'll have a blessed week, that you'll overcome, that you'll conquer, uh, and that everything that God has called you for, you will do in Jesus' name. Amen.